Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm back. Um, I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Passup Studios here in New York City. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening to the Brianna episode. Um, you all seem to love it. Love it. Ooh. So that's a good thing. Um, she certainly enjoyed herself. Um, I'm a little afraid that she's going to kidnap me and hide me, so... If you don't hear from me, that's probably what happened. <laughs> um, so, life changes. You know, it's one of those things that... They just kind of come up. My sister's getting married in a couple weeks. Um, my other sister has been married and has a baby so uh, basically all my siblings have babies and have been married and or are getting married i am the last single one left unless some prince charming comes and just sweeps me off my feet i hear you all collectively rolling your eyes um carrie underwood is also going through a life change she is pregnant with her and her husband. What's his name? Uh, I want. I keep wanting to say Mike something, but I think that is the name of um, Hillary Duff's husband. Anyways, so she's pregnant, and um, Mike Fisher, that's his name. Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher are having a baby. Um, here is her statement from Insta. That's right, I'm one of the cool kids, I say Insta. She says, oh baby, do we have a bundle of info to share with you? Click here for info on the Cry Pretty Tour 360. Um, but this was after she said, I'm 35, so we may have missed our chance to have a big family. We always talk about adoption and about doing it when our child or children are a little older. So here's the thing. You know, congratulations to the couple. I hope they're happy. And I don't mean that sarcastically. I'm not Perdana. Um... I really do hope that they're happy, and I, I hope that, um, I hope that the child is well looked after. However, and he knew there was a however, I don't like the way she went about this. She basically lied and put on a statement that she couldn't have a baby when she already knew she was pregnant. How do I know this? Well, because, first of all, I just read you the statement about them missing the chance to have a big family. But, Blind Gossip also had an item up. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's called Woe Is Me Girl. If you want to read it, go to blindgossip.com. Um, but here's what their source told them. This may surprise you. That whole sad story about how she had missed the boat on the family she wanted, that was complete bullshit. They already knew she was pregnant three weeks ago. 
they just figured it would get more publicity if she got lots of sympathy before she made the announcement. And apparently the accident that she had had beforehand um, was also a ploy to get more publicity. I don't know if she has a tour that she's selling or a new album or what's going on, but this isn't cool. Like, no. And, you know, it makes me like her a little bit less. Um, I, I never really care for her. Like, I like a couple of her songs. Um, the song she does with Miranda Lambert, Something Bad, isn't bad. Um, and there's another song, I think it's called Blown Away, that I really like. And, of course, Before He Cheats. Um, but those are really it. Like, I understand she's one of the more successful American Idol contestants, but she's just not my cup of tea. And that's okay. But if she's going to start lying, I'm going to have to stop listening to her and possibly put her in the same category as Taylor Swift. And nobody wants that. I'll be right back. And I'm back. Did you miss me? So... There have been jobs that I really, really want... Ooh, excuse me. There have been jobs that I really, really wanted. And for whatever reason, I was passed over them for them time and again. Um, recently, though, I um, one of the jobs I applied for was um, a writer at my one of my favorite gossip blogs, Delisted. Um, I came close to getting it, but I, he chose to go with someone else, which was fine. You know, I get it. Um, but it, it kind of makes me really empathize with Denise Richards a little more because for years and years and years, she's wanted to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, more than anything, this is what the woman wanted. And now she's finally getting her chance. Um, they announced that they're going to hire her, that she's joining the cast. And this is what she had to say. I'm so excited to be joining the cast, as I am a huge fan of the show. I'm looking forward to spending time with all the ladies and hopefully meeting Boy George. Um, apparently, Boy George is a good friend of uh, Dora uh, Kimsley. Um, so I was talking with my best friend about this, and, you know, I don't watch these shows because I don't like reality shows, but he loves them. So we were talking, and I was like, I don't get it, like, why, why does she want to do this? Like, you know, is she going to keep this good girl image? Um, that she's been cultivating ever since her divorce from Charlie Sheen and his little break with reality, or is she going to go full tilt vixen? And his guess was that she was going to go full tilt vixen because you have to be interesting to stay on the show. And it's not interesting to see someone pretending to be nice and good all the time. Which I agree with, but it's also kind of boring to see that them being a bitch and, you know, nasty all the time. Look at Carol Raswick. Um, she got fired for being nasty to Bethany all the time. 
And yes, let's be real. She got fired because of Bethany. She didn't quit. If if she quit, she would have said, I chose to walk away. She never said that in her statement. All she said is that she's no longer going to be appearing on the show. It was very carefully worded. It's something I would have written myself. So, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Denise joining um, the Beverly Hills ladies. Um, Also, I'm wondering how she's going to get along with Erica Jane, because Erica Jane is kind of the wild child. Like, you know, she loves her gay boys. She, you know, yes, she has a very, you know, demure side. But more often than not, she's showing her wild side. And I don't know how that's going to mix with Denise's, oh, I'm a good girl, bullshit. Um, and I'm not saying Denise isn't a good woman. I think she really is. I think it takes a very brave woman, a very, um, a very stand-up woman to do what she does. Um, you know, taking care of your ex's kids from another woman is just uh, it's one of those things that I just never really imagined someone would do and yet here she is she's doing it and she's not complaining she's not making a big to do about it and I think that's really admirable um As far as her joining the housewives, maybe she needs the money. Um, maybe she just wants to work. Maybe she just wants something to do. I, I really don't know. Um, I don't know how she's going to fit in. Apparently, she's really good friends with Kyle Richards. So I think that's going to be very interesting. Um, and I need to ask Dave if there are any original Beverly Hills Beverly Hills housewives on there. I don't think there are. I, I think they've cycled through. And I'm going to cycle through and I'll be right back. And I'm back and we're going to continue with the real housewives gossip. Um, so, you know, I'm not very successful financially yet. I make enough to survive. I'm not, you know... There's food in my belly. There, um, I have a roof over my head. Um, generally speaking, I can go and buy a book without worrying too much that I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. I have a good phone. You know, my cell phone bill is paid. Um, so all in all, I, 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 in that respect, I am very successful. In the respect that I don't have millions and millions of dollars... In my bank account. I'm not. Um, Bethany Frankel. Did an interview with Money Magazine. And she says. That. She thinks that some of the other housewives. Are living. Outside of their financial means. Uh, Here's what she says. She says, they can't afford the lives that they're living. And if the music stops, they're going to be in some trouble. Now, she doesn't say which housewives. Um, 
But I think we can all pretty much take a guess at who she's talking about. Um, obviously, Luann is having some trouble. She was just, um, she was just in rehab. She's being sued by her kids, um, for, she was supposed to set aside $8 million. Or, after she sold the house, she was supposed to set aside half of whatever she sold the house for. And a trust fund for them. She didn't do that. So they're suing her. Um, and there are rumors. Um, they're, they're quiet right now. But they're kind of growing in volume. That she may not be with the housewives much longer. Um, there's also Carol. Who was fired from the housewives. Um, there's no... Um, Outside of the feud with Bethany, there's no real clues as to why she was fired. There's some, obviously, some suggestions, some, some theories, but nothing substantial. Um, Ramona, I don't think she has any skills outside of being a real housewife. I mean, maybe she could go in the movies and just make crazy faces. Like, she could do a comedy, I guess. Maybe she could pass as a drag king. Or drag queen, rather. I don't know. Um, anyways, we're going to move on from that. And um, Bethany dished some dirt. She said when she started the Housewives in 2007, 2008, she only made $7,250. But the trade-off for such a low um, appearance fee was that Bravo couldn't make any money off of her business. And um, in case you don't know, in 2011, Bethany sold her Skinny Girl cocktails to um, Jim Bean. Jim Beam for somewhere close to a hundred million dollars. Plus, she retained the right to continue using the Skinny Girl trademark. So, when she's talking about housewives who are not um, able to keep up with their lifestyle, clearly she's not talking about herself because girlfriend is rolling in it. And she, it it, it sounds kind of cocky, but she does say, everyone else just had to play catch up after they saw what I did. Um, you know, and again, I, I, that does sound a little conceited, a little, um, much, because who would really care? But these are women who are used to having a certain amount of financial freedom. And if they don't have it, that can always lead to some some issues down the road. So, you know, this is probably it for the Real Housewives gossip for the next year. Um, and I'm going to go cleanse my brain out with some tequila and I'll be right back. Okay, so I'm back. And we're going to talk we're gonna do some drunk writing here um so I just want to give you a little backstory 
as you guys know, I write for Vocal Media. Um, I've been doing a lot of true crime lately, and I've been doing um, some more adult stories, adult as an erotic. Um, and when I say stories, I mean articles. Um, there's a there are a couple of different ones that I've done recently. Um, you know, for a long time, I was focusing on the pop culture and the politics. But they they noticed that I get more page views, more organic page views, um, from my true crime and from um, my more erotic articles. So they were like, we're going to shift you over that way a little. Okay, not a problem. I'm still getting paid right. I, you know, I love that. And I was talking to an editor. I'm not going to name names, or I mean, I'm not going to name the company that they work for. I will say it's not necessarily vocal. Um, but I was I was talking to an editor today that I work with very often, and we. Um, I was, he was, he happened to be listening to Wicked and I happened to be listening to Avenue Q. Now, we, I personally love both musicals, but it was just, I was trying to finish a story for an upcoming anthology, Secret Lives of New Yorkers, that I'm going to be um, taking part in. And... I, um... I got an idea for a more political essay about how some of the songs that, you know, we used to like, um, Justin Timberlake, Rocky Body, um, comes to mind, really do have these very, um, pro-rape messages, um, and you can be as loud as the hell you want when you're making love. The whole thing begins when um, the characters called Bad Bear, Bear, Bad Bear 1 and Bad Bear 2 say, take her home, she's wasted. And then it goes into, you know, you can basically can do whatever you want because she's drunk and she's not going to say no. And in the past, it didn't really dawn on me. But one of my friends um, and I had a discussion and, you know, he kind of made me see, like, if you're drunk, you're not really giving consent. It's kind of like you're, you know, when you're passed out. And so, you know, I, I, I made this argument to the editor just to see if, if there would be some interest. And he came back with, well, you know, there are people... Who have a puppet fetish. And I think you should write about that. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm going to make that your, one of your assignments this week. You have to write an, an essay article on people who have a puppet fetish. You know, I could have lived my whole life 
without ever knowing that there were people out there who had a puppet fetish. I will not be able to watch The Happy Time Murders with Melissa McCarthy um, or Avenue Q the same way again. And forget Sesame Street. Like, I love my nephew, but I'm not... He's going to have to watch something else when I'm around because I'm going to freak out. I, I can never watch The Muppets again either because that's a whole different ball game. And, you know, I was talking um, in the Denise Richards segment about how, you know, I'm not successful, but I, I make enough to pay my bills and whatnot. And for the very first time ever, I wondered, is paying my bills really worth it? Do I really want to keep doing this? The answer, of course, is yes. But for one brief second, I did wonder. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. You know, the the whole Roseanne story, I think it's pretty much concluded. I may put together a compilation of, um, like, a Best of Roseanne uh, um, episode. That would be, like, super-duper long. Um, I I don't know if I'm actually going to do that. I'm, I'll debate and talk to myself about it. Um, because as we get closer and closer to episode 100, I don't want to waste precious space with, with compilations unless I think there's something really good there. Um, but that being said... Um, ABC had their summer TCA, um, which is Television Critics Association presentation, and of course, um, the whole Roseanne debacle came up because it was the number one show. Like, let's not pretend here. It was, it was ABC's number one show. It was the number one to come on air. It was the first time in almost eight years that. Um, the Big Bang Theory had been knocked off its pedestal as the number one sitcom. Um, and and rightfully, the Big Bang Theory will probably reclaim its crown unless the Connors really takes off. Um, Murphy Brown was a top ten show, but I don't think it was ever the number one sitcom. Anyways, um, so, Channing Dungy, who is the ABC president, had this to say. The decision was actually made very swiftly. And what I'm going to have to say is that it was nice that it was so clear to everyone that there wasn't a lot of debate and discussion about it. We knew what we wanted to do and we did it. For us, we had multiple instances with Roseanne. And certainly this tweet crossed a line that cannot be crossed. But it, it was, for us, a sense of enough is enough and something had to be done. Um, she also says, we obviously knew that she had a slightly volatile history in the previous incarnation of Roseanne. She had come to us very clear that she wanted to make the show a priority, really wanting a second chance at this, and we took that at face value. I don't regret it. I'm never going to regret waking up that morning and seeing the ratings from that first season. It's been a journey with a lot of up and downs. Uh, it's no secret that she had a tendency in the past to be sort of outspoken and go off book. 
we've had multiple conversations about wanting to keep the focus on the show and not let some other stuff eclipse the show. So in some ways, this was a last straw. But it was also such an egregious tweet that it was, it felt no matter what, there would have had to been some action that we would have had to take in. So to say Roseanne was volatile is like saying I'm a little gay. We all know the truth, okay? Um, I'm a big mincing queen, and Roseanne's a raging bitch. She fired her writing staff on on a whim. Um, Things got so bad in the previous incarnation, I think it was after the first, maybe the second season, where ABC had the thought to fire her and kind of do what they're doing now and build the whole show around um, Jackie and Dan. Now, I mean, of course, now they're building around the big three, um, Jackie, Dan, and, and, um, Darlene, which is Laurie Metcalf, John Goodman, and Sarah Gilbert, of course. Um, but I think that's mostly because John Goodman and Laurie Metcalf are busy, busy actors, you know, and they have so many commitments that it would make sense that they would need a third lead to kind of carry the show and let them be more supporting players, which is what they excel at. Um, there was also a rumor that the show was going to be billed as Darlene. Um, but I think... I think because Darlene and Sarah Gilbert are so liberal that it would have looked really weird for them to um, cancel Roseanne, which and, and cancel and fire Roseanne um, when character and actress are so right leaning and Trump supporters that it it would have almost felt a little off. Um, but let's again let's not pretend that Roseanne is this victim here because she's not um she did what she did she knew what she wanted to do and she knew what the consequences were she said that multiple times and allegedly she's okay with with the punishment that she was handed so let's stop talking about her hopefully this is the last segment at least about this situation and that's going to do it for me for tonight thank you guys so much for listening as always um, let your voices be heard if you want um, me to make this into a radio show and try to sell it to um, Sirius XM or uh, nationally um, or just any kind of radio station. Email me ed at authoredanderson.com and let me know what you think. And I'm raising my shot of tequila to you. Have a great night and cheers.